loan officers. Join the mortgage calculator as an MLO for unlimited mortgage leads and up to 250 BPS compensation. All right. Welcome, everyone. My name is Nick Hershey. I'm the president of the Mortgage Calculator. We are a non-delegated lender that specializes in unique non-QM mortgages, just like we're going to be talking about today. So I'm joined today uh, with Jose Gonzalez, our sales manager. Our COO, Kyle, is uh, out today. So we will take this over. Yesterday, we went over all of the details of what is a second mortgage. That was more of the basic training uh, for more of our newer team team members, uh, but obviously a good brush up for everybody. And today, Jose is going to go into a presentation on actually how to price this and kind of put it together to actually present it to our clients. So uh, for those of you out there ready to jump on board, remember, we're talking about fixed rate second mortgages. Obviously, we can do HELOCs as well, but that's not particularly the topic today. And remember, these fixed rate second mortgages are applicable for primary, second, and investment properties. So that's why we're talking about them today. Definitely something that we're getting a lot of requests for. I want to make sure you guys all understand how to do it on our team. And anybody out there that's interested can check them out as well. So if you're ready, Jose, we can go ahead and bring up your stuff. Yes, sir. Good evening or good afternoon, depending where you're located, everybody. Thank you for joining us for, like Nick mentioned, part two of uh, our second mortgage slash also known as he loan training, right? Uh, you know, we uh, broke it into two parts because yesterday it was important that we understand the structure talking about yesterday. We talked more about guidelines, FICO score requirements. Uh, so today I'm going to break it down a little bit more with some actual quotes, right? What are we looking at? What can be the best case scenario? That's what I'm going to be quoting for you here today that we can expect for our borrowers. So just to give a little refresher um, uh, on the properties uh, and the LTVs that are um, possible, what can we do here? This is where I ended yesterday's training, but I want I wanted to begin it you know, here so that you have some context because some of you may not have been on last night's training. So you're looking at all the property types that we're able to do, right? The usual single family, the PUD, which is a single family or a townhome. So it's either going to be a, a detached or attached the uh townhomes are what the attached ones are called warrantable condos meaning condos that conform to fannie mae guidelines as far as um uh, being you know reserve requirements all that kind of stuff two to four unit properties modular homes uh, now, be aware, like I was mentioned last night, declining markets and properties not listed, you know, that have been listed within the past six months. No manufactured homes, no condo hotels, no non-warrantable condos, and no mixed-use properties. Mixed-use here, we're talking about residential mixed-use, where it could be a, a, maybe an apartment, a condo on the second floor, and a retail space on the first floor as long as it's 51% uh, residential, usually not an issue, but it is an issue for the HELOs. 
All right. And to uh, give a refresher on our income types that are possible here, we're looking at self-employed. They could be either salaried hourly as well. So our full doc, you know, self-employed hourly salary, 12 or 24 month uh, bank statements can be personal or business or combined 24 month P&L 1099 and asset depletion. So what are the benefits of a he loan? Now we talked last night about what a he loan is not like Nick mentioned a he loan is not a HELOC. HELOC are uh, open-ended, you know, uh, variable rate, you know, combined to the HE loan. So here, the best way to use the HE loan, we're looking at, uh, we've been told by all of our investors, uh, you know, our, our secondary market investors, that a lot, in some cases, up to 50% of their business is second mortgages. And why is that? Well, because you have a lot of people out there that if they financed their property or, you know, refinanced, if it was already a refi, within the last two years, you know, I would not say within the last six to eight months, but probably before that, they have a very low rate, or should I say, much lower definitely than what is available right now. And they may not want to touch it with a 10 foot pole, right? They're saying, no way I got my DSCR is at 3.6%. And I mean, yes, I do want to do something, but I don't want to touch the first loan on the property. Well, you know, there's a good possibility that that property has gained some equity in the last two years and they don't want to touch it, that's fine because, you know, that's one of the great benefits here. No need to pay off that low interest rate first to tap into the property's equity, hence why they call it the home equity loan. You can combine this HE loan with a first mortgage if it's a purchase, uh, for example, to um, avoid mortgage insurance. Uh, That's always a concern. You can combine it with a first mortgage for a condo as well. Uh, as I mentioned, the close end second mortgages are lower rates than an open end HELOC because it's less risk for the uh, company making the loan. Uh, the fixed rate is definitely better for long term investments for your investors, right? So I mean, obviously, you know, the HELOCs they love when it's like, yeah, I'm just going to get a little bit of money out and then I'm going to fix the property and I'm going to sell it. But what if that's not the case? What if it's like I'm going to get a lot of money out and I'm going to buy one or two more properties and I don't necessarily have it on the agenda to, you know, resell these properties anytime soon. My intent is this is a a property I'm going to hold. I want to whatever type of rental arrangement they're going to do, but they plan to hold it with a short-term rent, long-term rent. They want to hold the property. So obviously uh, a fixed rate allows you to plan your cash flow better than the variable rate. And on top of that, it's 2% lower rate, more or less, to spread from uh, a comparable HELOC to a comparable um, 
HELOC. And that's assuming that the HELOC is for a primary or second home, you know, not for an investment and definitely not bank statement because then you would definitely have no options on the HELOC for the bank statement option. So um, now I mentioned allows investment properties and allows alternative income documentation. So now you see why uh, there are so many opportunities right now. I mean, from I mean, we've told, like I mentioned, up to 50% right now of their production of the loans that they're funding is, uh, you know, um, second mortgage he loans. And you can see why all the bank statement, all the different options. So now you're probably wondering, okay, Jose, but what can, you know, what is, what is actually possible? You've already let us know you can do it, but what can you do? So here we have full doc borrower 760 credit, and I'm going to jump into a bigger version here so you can actually see my screen a little bit better, but I just want to give you the points here. We're looking at a wage earner would need to be one year W-2 and pay stub. Believe it or not, some of our options do have a DU option. So they will actually use the Fannie Mae doc option for this full doc option. So really cool there. Self-employed, always two years tax returns will be required because they need to see all the all of the you know action that's going on there. 43% DTI for the best options, even though we can go up to 50%. And don't get stung on this one, but remember, you got to qualify on the full note rate. So let me go on over a minute to the quote, and let's go for our full doc purchase, and let me make it bigger here for you also. Yeah, zoom in a little bit. Yeah, I'm zooming in a lot because I had zoomed out to be able to uh, copy it here. All right. So I think now, so here we go. Full doc purchase 90% C, well, CLTV. This could be for a purchase or it could be for a refi, either or. Uh, same rate. Now you're looking here, 9.75 is our lowest rate option with 10.625 our lowest cost option. And we're looking here at $150,000 second mortgage. So when you're looking at this and considering what's going on here, this is pretty, uh, pretty good. You know, this is a second mortgage. Remember, they're in second position. That means that if anything should happen here, they don't get paid until the first mortgage gets paid. So you got to understand why the rates are a little bit higher and you also got to understand that they're substantially lower than the HELOC. So full doc 760 90% CLTV. So let me go back now and we go over our next full doc investment. This was excuse me this was full doc primary. So this is full doc investment 760 credit again. Uh, the difference here is, and I'll show you now in our quote, same parameters regarding um, the document requirements. The difference here is that you're looking at, obviously, a little bit higher rates, 12. But again, this is investment property. 
This is a Helone. This is 80% CLTV. This is unheard of. Yes, I know. <laughs> I mean, I keep having to pinch myself, right? Uh, this is a this just came out too. This yeah, this is, doesn't this never existed, guys, for yeah. forever, right? This never existed before. So this is just something brand new that is very cool. Yeah, uh, we we've had this product for about a little bit of almost two weeks now that we were uh, given the guidelines and matrices for, for this. And we're very excited. 12.375 actually gives you a little bit of a lender credit and then you can buy it down to 11.75. And that, you know, there, there was, I think, a, no, there wasn't any additional buy down on that one. And that's actually only like one point. Only like one point buy down on that. Very uh, inexpensive. You know, the rate is what it is, right? So if that's not exciting enough, right, then we can go to our bank statement option. Now, this one really um, is uh, so uh, amazing. One more can I say? Again, remind you all, we can use personal, business, Combined, uh, the best option does require one borrower to be self-employed for two years. And we also have another option, obviously, you know, as we have these variations, you know, rates could vary a little bit. Uh, we have another uh, program option that the borrower only has to be one year in business as long as they were previously to that in the same, and this is key, in the same licensed trade previously for at least another year. So if it's a licensed trade, you know, like for example, electrician or anybody else that maybe they were required to have some type of a license when they were maybe working it as an employee for somebody, but they still had their license, their certifications, whatever it is that you need to do that work. And then, you know, you can, uh, you know, combine the experience and then as long as they have that one full year in the new job because you are i mean in a new uh, business because you're going to need that at least 12 months bank statements then you would be able to qualify and we we do have another option for this one uh which is also allows multiple use of incomes actually so again that one's going to be a little bit higher but that one you can actually combine multiple uses. So let me pop on over to my bank statement primary option right here. And you will all notice, look at the rates on that. And that is basically the same rates and the same LTV that you got on the full doc option. Because those of you that, um, have been pricing out bank statement and full doc down QM loans, you will see that many of the programs have the same rate, right? The bank statement primary and the, and the uh, full doc also primary going to have the same pricing. And you're seeing that right here. So 10.75 has a little bit of a lender credit, $113. And you can buy it down to 9.75 with a little bit. That's about two points, just above two points there on the cost. So primary bank statement, good, pretty good option, but it does not end there because we have one 
more option to share with you our bank statement investment, right? So this is really the one that blows people's minds because we can do 80% CLTV on this option. Um, I mean, you're talking four-unit property, for example, you know, two to four-unit property. I mean, there's a lot of those out there. They don't know that this exists. So, you know, the sooner you all get out on, you know, get on the horn and let all your investors know that they can do a second mortgage using bank statements on a two, three, and four-unit property, as well as a one-unit property, of course, they're going to be excited. So, you know, just just hint, hint, right? So this option here, let me pop on over to the full-size quote here. So here is our 80% CLTV option on bank statement. And look at that, 12.375% with a $200 lender credit. And 11 point, and you can buy it down all the way down to 11.75%. So if I'm going to switch over to the investment one, I believe that it is the same exact rates for the investment full doc and the investment bank statement. Same exact rate, same exact loan to value. So, I mean, we got, we have some magnificent ways here to help people tap into the equity. You know, you may have heard a lot of the investors didn't want and the homeowners didn't want to do it because of the low rates. Well, now you got a great solution for them so that they can keep buying those properties and then getting the first mortgage on the property. And believe me, you're just gonna, this is gonna be like an additional uh, stream that you're gonna love. Never ending stream, recurring stream of revenue. Uh, let's go with the investors. Let's go over that one more time, Jose of, what the second mortgage is and why it's more risky. I think we didn't really touch on that last meeting either. Uh, so when a property does go bad and has a foreclosure, what happens and why is that very different between the two? Yes, I briefly touched on it when I was explaining the rate differentials now. And uh, higher risk is, a, or should I say higher rates are associated with higher risk. It's a directly proportional relationship, right? The higher the risk, the higher the rate. So when you have a financing that occurs, you know, if, if you are the company that makes the, let's say, initial loan on the property, the first mortgage, you are in first position. Now, and you have that deed recorded and everything is in the note and the pro and everything is in the public records that you are in first position. So the reason that they call second mortgages second mortgages is because it is a mortgage where the mortgage itself is going to accept subordination. That means they will agree to go into a second position behind the currently existing first mortgage. And I mean, that's the only way you could do it unless the first mortgage were to say, oh, I will subordinate to you and you can be first. That's not going to happen. You know, they're first for a reason. So then the second comes in and has to realize that should there be any issues with payment that foreclosure has to occur, then 
um, and the property gets sold, you know, the, the actually gets foreclosed upon and it gets sold, um, the first mortgage is going to have first dibs on the money because they are in first position. The second mortgage, if the second mortgage wants to foreclose, the second mortgage also has to foreclose on the first. And then when the property sells, they have to honor the order. And if, for example, it was a $500,000 property and there's $400,000 total owed on it and the property sells for $300,000, well, the $300,000 is going to get paid to the first mortgage if that's what they were owed. Or let's say they were owed three fifty, dollars and the second was owed $100,000. Well, the first mortgage is going to get three hundred, dollars and the second mortgage is going to get zero. And uh, so... That is and, the reason. And that's often the way it shakes out, right? So yes. the sec- second mortgage often gets held, uh, holding the bag with zero, right? So, and there can also be third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth positions, which are often like mechanic liens, right? Like a, a contractor or something like that. So there's many positions. First is the only one that really matters because they get their money first. So that's why first, much less risk. All the first mortgages will have X rates. Any second mortgages are going to start at, you know, the bottom of where the first is, right? There's no, there's no second mortgage is going to be cheaper than a first mortgage. It's just just not going to happen. So that's the way it works. Um, We do have one question in here, Jose. Let's bring in one question from Adam real quick. Uh, These do not apply to multifamily commercial properties, correct? Correct. Unfortunately not. Uh, Four units right now is, is it. I mean, I'm not saying there may not be something out there in the commercial world, but the, uh, the options we're talking about here are, do not, are, are not applicable to anything above a four unit, nor mixed use, nor anything like that. Gotcha. All right. And then uh, the one other thing that I want to talk about that you touched on briefly, but uh, when an investor... We're talking about our investors here, which is typically why we're excited about this product, right? Because we've always had HELOCs and uh, second mortgages available for primary homes, but this is new for investment homes, right? So that's what Jose was saying. Uh, Just in the last two weeks, we've added this where we can do these second mortgages for investment properties. Now, what is the difference when someone gets a, say, a loan from a credit card? versus a loan from a he loan or a HELOC, a second position lien on a property. Can you help me out there? Absolutely. That is the difference between being able to use secured borrowed funds as a source of funds for a transaction and not being able to use unsecured borrowed funds as a source of funds for a transaction. So uh, how that translates in plain speak is um, if you pull money out of a credit card and you put it into your bank account, uh, there's a good possibility that that's not going to be able to use if the option that we're using for your loan requires sourcing and or seasoning of large deposits. Now there are there is uh, maybe one or two of our business purpose loan options that don't ask us to season large deposits, so, you know. So that you know, keep that in mind. But 
for all intents and purposes for what we're looking at right here. For any other type of loan that is a full doc or an income verification type loan, they will be looking at those. And then you, if you pull money out of a credit card and put it into your bank account to use it for a for a for a normal purchase for for a source of funds, you're probably going to have to wait 60 days for that money to season where then you're not going to have to show that deposit anymore because now you're dealing with two totally different bank statements. So whereas if the money came from a he loan or also a he lock because they are both secured by real estate, those are secured borrowed funds, totally acceptable. We show the he lock uh, you know paperwork to show what is available and then we show the transfer of the funds going into the checking account and uh, already and leaving the the line of credit and we're good as far as uh, sourcing our funds no seasoning required and it's same as cash basically right so uh remember a heloc or any funds from any loan cash out loan on any property you own any cash out whether it's first position second position heloc any of those you can use that cash instantly as cash that is cash right whereas any other source if it's, uh, you know, cash under your mattress, obviously that has to be sourced in season. If it comes from a credit card, it has to be sourced in season. If it comes from a business line of credit, it has to be sourced in season. If it even comes from your business bank account, it might have to be sourced and seasoned, right? If you're a self-employed person, right? So a lot of advantages to doing a quick he loan in order to get some cash out of a property you own in order to purchase unlimited more properties, right? Because it's the same as cash. You can also, as Jose said, get uh, the the line of credit or the HELOC or the HELOAN and use that as funds on multiple transactions and whatnot. So a uh, lot of flexibility when you add a HELOC or a HELOAN as your source of down payment funds. Fully acceptable. Don't have to show any cash in the bank or anything like that because we have the evidence of this HELOAN or HELOC as secured cash funds, same as cash. So big difference between same as cash and otherwise. Any other questions here? Looks like uh, a lot of chat. Anybody got any questions before we jump off? I know these second mortgages are confusing uh, for our team. There is a guide in uh, that we're putting in there for uh, quoting these new products for you. It's pretty easy. Just click second mortgages. Uh, but we want to make sure we did this training so everybody understands what a second mortgage is and really how to set that up properly. So hopefully that makes sense for everybody. Don't see any more questions. So let's go ahead and wrap it up. So thanks everybody for joining us. We do these trainings every Tuesday and Wednesday, 7 p.m. Eastern. We also do our every day of the week, Monday through Friday at uh, 11 a.m. We do our live rates. So please check us out again on YouTube. And thanks, everybody, for joining us. And thanks, Jose, for going through all the second mortgages. Thank you, everybody. Have a great night. Have a good day. Loan officers, join the mortgage calculator as an MLO for unlimited mortgage leads and up to 250 BPS compensation.